Yes, welcome back. It is episode nine, week nine, or just week nine, of Australian Survivor. Get snuffed. The Australian Survivor podcast is what you're listening to. And I'm Zoe, and I'm here with... Hi, this is Julia. And Shannon. And yay, we have Julia back yay. this week. Yay. Back from the dead. Yes, great to have you back. She um did she was actually just on Exile. This is Australian Survivor podcast, so no one actually gets eliminated. Um, so Jules is back. Um, we have a huge week, three episodes, um, and a lot happened. Big names were taken out. So let's get straight into it. The first vote we saw was the Tessa vote. Um, new alliances came to be. Old alliances were torn apart. Classic Survivor. So let's talk about, firstly, uh, Luke's decision to target Tessa when they had just made that champagne alliance. Firstly... Spy Shack came into play. Mm-hmm. Yep. What were your thoughts on how that one played out? Well, obviously, the Spy Shack is a copy of Tony having a Spy Shack in US Survivor. Um, but, you know, However, I don't, I don't more successful. if Luke is a fan, so I don't even know if he would know that. But anyway. We called it a Spy Shack, yeah, though. Like, I he mean, gave he, it the He name. was calling it a Spy Shack, so he must have known. Yeah. Um, it was good to see the Spy Shack actually, like, come into play and that he used it and found out information. But... The Spy Shack sequence was very short. It was like 30 seconds and then we moved on and was never mentioned again. True. I would like to have heard a little bit more of what Tessa was saying that made him, oh, we heard like a bit, Mm. but she must have been talking for a while. I don't think that actually led to the vote. Like even though they sort of tried to push it that way, I really think he would have gone that way anyway. Yeah. I think it just was a nice narrative for the episode. It Like maybe it, you know, kickstarted his thinking, but Obviously, by the time the vote actually came around, it probably wasn't just based on a spy shack conversation. So you reckon he was going to target Tessa either way? Yeah. I think so. He's and then that loyal. kind of pushed it. Yeah, well, I mean, they weren't really they were they were aligned for a vote, yeah. and that's kind of how things are going down anyway. Yeah. And you can't, you know, you can't target his boy Jerry. You know, you can't target Jericho um, without getting in trouble. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I, yeah, I really did like seeing it come into play. Like, you know, those little like gimmicky sneakiness on Survivor is fun to watch. So. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Okay, so a major part of taking out Tessa that led to a lot afterwards was their decision not to tell Michelle about the vote. This led to so much in the next two episodes. Mm. Why didn't Luke tell Michelle? Like, he said that, you know, he thought that she would tell Tessa because she really didn't want Tessa to leave. But do you, like, obviously it didn't, it didn't end up being the right decision. Do you think there was a better way for him to approach her to tell her? Or do you think it really, he never should have told her either way? I think it was a mistake. Like, I don't think Tessa and Michelle were ever really close, close. Like, she they she flipped on Tessa and the Summitar gang <laughs> originally post-merge. Yeah. yeah, I think that it was a huge mistake. And, like, they n- never won her back. Like, she t- she was so angry, especially at Sarah, um, that they just completely lost her. And she's an emotional player. And she doesn't like being left out of the loop. Um, yeah. And, yeah, huge mistake. Luke yeah, had done I that find... before with Jer- leaving Jericho out of one of the votes mm. or trying yeah. to leave him. Like he, and know. he's lucky that vote never never came to be. That exactly. was the one that we didn't even end up seeing. So yeah. who knows what would have happened there. Um, Michelle, you just said she is an emotional player, but I find it so interesting because she's emotional, but then she can be really, like, upfront and make like make the decision she needs to make really quickly. She doesn't like have it linger too long. Yeah. Um. So I'm really interested to see how, how she goes about it. But I thought, yeah, that was such a dumb move not telling her. She did really want to keep Tessa, but 
I mean, that just was the undoing. Like, didn't like, and even afterwards, they didn't really do much to bring her back over. They weren't like, we're so sorry. Like, we just thought, we just thought you and Tessa were too close. I don't know, something. I don't know how they could have backtracked it, but instead, Sarah just copped all the blame. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even know how. They must have been like a lot closer. I don't know. I think she just thought of herself and Sarah as like a pair, but Sarah clearly didn't see it that way. Mm. Um. Well. We do have a comment on our Facebook page about this move. So Stephanie has commented. You can comment on our Facebook page, by the way, if you're listening. Go to Get Snuffed, the Australian Survivor podcast on Facebook and Twitter. So Stephanie has commented and she says, um, this was in regards to the first two, or actually all three episodes. She goes, was getting out Tess the wrong move for Sarah and Luke? It alienated Michelle and she had a hand in voting both of them off. Also, why did Pete want Luke gone? We'll talk about that part later. So... Yeah, so that's kind of what we just discussed, like, was Tessa the, the wrong move for Sarah and Luke? If they did keep Tess, would they still be in the game? I think that she was the wrong move because even though Tessa mentioned Jericho, she still wanted um, Lockie out in that vote, right, in that episode. And I think that Tessa was someone who always would have got out both Lockie and Tara. Mm. That's true. That that Like, at that point in the game, the, those are sung up for... Or so they were the strong alliance. Whereas the other the other guys they weren't even aligned. Like yeah. like Tessa wasn't with Lockie and Tara. So I mean now they're all kind of coming together. But back then they wanted each other gone. And was it did Ziggy have immunity or did Lockie have immunity? That was Z- Ziggy had immunity yeah. and used it for herself. Or maybe that was the next episode. It was one of the episodes where she just used mm. it for absolutely no reason. Or oh, the idol though. Yeah. I'm talking about oh, the, immunity. Um, the immunity necklace. Lockie had it last night and Monday night. I think Ziggy I mean, had it on the, yeah. like, the Sunday. If one of like I just couldn't believe that they weren't Yeah, actually this is it. In the first in that first vote, Lockie had um the necklace around him. They know that Ziggy had an idol. Like why did they not get I can't believe Ziggy hasn't been targeted yet. Like why don't they yeah. see her as this huge threat? They keep saying, Oh, she's so good at challenges, but they are just so fixated on like Lockie. And the fact that, not thinking about the fact that Ziggy has won, like, just as many, if not more, um, and that she had an idol in her pocket at that time. Like, why? Yeah, I'm surprised Ziggy keeps going under mm, under she, the radar. She's been very lucky so far. She's a very strong player. She's so good at challenges. And look at her mm. body. She's, like, ripped. Yeah. Nuts. And then she ends up becoming, I guess, a bit of a free agent now, Um depending on who she teams up with, possibly mm-hmm. Peter and Michelle. She could go with the, you know, Tara and Lockie again, she's or she could with go with Jerry. At some point. She's Jerry almost... and Ziggy are now kind of single. They can become a pair. Um, I was saying, I was sad that Tessa went. I was really starting to like her in the last few episodes. Yes. I really, I really enjoyed her, her style of, of gameplay. She really tried so hard every time she was at the bottom. Um, so, okay. So let's talk about that second vote where Ziggy plays her idol. Why? <laughs> oh, this was such a waste. Her name hadn't been brought up. No one was targeting her. She'd already, you know, used her other like cancelling idol. Mm. Um, so this has left her with nothing. And it was, it was such a waste. Like, I don't know why she thought it just seemed like a reckless move by someone who doesn't know Survivor very well. I'm thinking maybe her chat, like when she and Lockie were on that reward with Sarah and Luke and they were like, yeah, let's make this chicken, you know, chicken alliance. They just weren't buying it and thought they were being played. And so maybe that heightened the paranoia. So that's why she did play it. But it's just um, like it really, like your name wasn't coming up. And 
it really like it really goes to show that super idol like the the canceling one and the one she did have none of them were used to their potential so i guess it was just a bit of a anti climax yeah. yeah, it annoyed me, and then it annoyed me even more where, when they were, like, angry because Peter said that she should have played it for Michelle, which is what she should have actually yeah. done. Like, I'm not saying she should have done that, but if she was going to play it, like, that was a smarter move. Yeah, I. it was interesting how they were so, like, outraged by the idea that, like, she should play it for someone else. Like, <laughs> just showed their lack of strategy and survivor knowledge. Yeah. Well, um, Sarah, her, I guess, downfall, her at the end of her game came from playing in the middle too much. That's yeah. kind of what we were talking about in our previous podcasts. She was in such a good position, but was it like too, you know, too in between? You didn't have that trust. Um, is that why she left or was it something else? I think she couldn't overcome having left Michelle out of mm. the previous vote. And Michelle was so offended and seemed to think that, like her and Sarah were BFFs, but then suddenly Sarah had kicked her out um, and she just couldn't get past that and she rallied everyone against her. I don't think there was any way Sarah could have overcome that. Like I, she didn't have a chance. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like even if they were successful, even if they were oh, – no, this yeah, I just what I don't understand. When they left Michelle out of that vote, like what did they think was going to happen when they came back? Like obviously she's going to to go with the others or – like, I don't know. It really confused me, that mentality. Yeah, I, I didn't understand it. Like, if they were trying to vote Sarah and didn't want to tell her, I could kind of understand, but that's not always happening. Mm. Yeah, exactly. They just, as if she would have cared about t- 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 keeping Tessa as much as she cared about how solid she was in the alliance and not being at the bottom of an alliance. That's like one of the major reasons why she came back to you because remember Tessa was the one that was like, oh, we don't keep you in convos because you're at the kind of at the bottom of our alliance. And that's why she went back to the others and then the others do the exact same thing. Not going to work. Yeah, I think okay. that really changed the game. Um, okay, let's talk about the Luke vote. All of Australia's hearts broke. Devastated. Crowns out for Luke. Oh, crowns out for Luke. <laughs> um, guys, I'm so upset. Who would have thought at the start of this – that we would be going for Luke. Like, I think we... We did! Like, we talked about this! <laughs> like, he's so... Love him! Like, at the start, he just seemed like this crazy, like, pot stirrer, like... And then he became such a lovable character. I know, he was pretty reckless, but then he was being logical as well. Like, yeah, they were always like, oh, he's so nuts. But he, he made logical decisions. Yeah. Um, and was true to his his alliance and I'm just yeah. so upset. He he and Jericho were very very tight. Like they mm. actually I don't I think they're at a point now where they wouldn't have betrayed each other. Um they would have gone to the end, but it's all over. So sad. So um to read out Ste- um the second half of Stephanie's question on our Facebook page, she said, "Um why did Pete really want Luke gone? He's a big threat, but so is Ziggy." So this is um we did ha- see uh, he really wanted Lockie gone, but Lockie had the immunity necklace. Um, last night, we all, we'll also talk about how Tara wanted Lockie gone too. But um, why – yeah, Pete, Pete beforehand was so adamant that he was like, we've got to get Lockie out. You know, we've got to get um, these big challenge threats out. And then he went – he told Michelle to vote Luke. Was that just like a spur-of-the-moment fear thing? Was that like he saw him as the next biggest threat challenge-wise and social-wise? Um why did he choose to go after Luke rather than Ziggy? I think it's the pairing thing, like that Luke and Jericho were such 
a dynamic duo. And I think like mm. with Luke going out now, all the pairs have kind of gone with what we expect to happen is like Jericho bringing out the Tara Lockie situation. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think he just saw an opportunity to get out someone who very well could win if he got to the ends. Like I think that everyone likes Luke and I think they definitely would vote for him and he's made big moves. Yeah. Um, so he's someone that you would want to give the money to yeah, as well. He's got like, kids. He has, yeah. He seems yeah. like a nice guy. Yeah. He's like a salt of the earth guy with um, kids who have autism. Like he, like actually deserves to win as well because of his game. So yeah, it's getting rid of a big, big threat. Definitely. Like I, there's no doubt that Luke would have had to have gone eventually if they were smart because he was definitely the front runner. I'm just not sure about timing wise if it was best because he, he, what happened? Like he was talking to, I believe Michelle because Peter and Michelle are now a duo. Um, he was talking to Michelle and was like, if we team up with Jerry and Luke, we could be a four, take out the others, and then, or use whoever whoever's the last number you have before you take out the others, um, and then take out Luke and, and Jericho then. But what made him not enjoy that plan, I guess? What you just said, maybe the... I don't, I don't think Peter or Michelle would ever beat either Luke or Jericho at the end. So I think it's just like... Mm. Peter just seems to have no personality, to be honest, mm-hmm. and hasn't really gotten close with anyone. And Michelle, just, I don't know if anyone really likes Michelle, yeah. like loves Michelle. Yeah, I think it was a smart move to get rid of someone who there's no chance you could beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter and Michelle, if the two of them went to the end together, they'd have an equal shot against mm. each other. So they'd actually be quite smart to stick together. Surely Michelle would, would win that I one. I think she but would. She's made, she's made a lot of moves and has has steered a lot of um, where the game's gone and a lot of the votes. Um, okay, Peter has also commented on our Facebook page and she has said, um, a lot of commentary around the show suggests that Michelle and Tara are essentially extra votes for the bigger players. At what point is this flipped on its head? Most of the jury is extremely good players. Is it strategic to keep eliminating big players until the final two are just coasters? Yeah, I think almost any of the big guys that go to the end with Michelle and Peter would win. Like Lockie, Jericho, Ziggy yep. even, maybe mm. maybe Tara. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it's God yeah. forbid. I think anyone who took Tara to the end would beat her. Um I think anyone would beat Michelle. I think anyone would beat Peter. So you've actually oh, you've only got three possible winners there now. But they are actually all smart to grab onto one of those people and try to take yep. them to the end. Use mm. them as a vote, um, be an unbreakable pair. It is a smart strategy. Take a goat to the end who you think you can beat. Um, it's also like we've seen this in previous seasons as well um, of Survivor where someone we we see who's doing a lot of strategy behind the scene, scenes they don't see. So right now they're, they're really valuing like, oh, he's like Lockie's such a threat, which he is a threat like physically and he does have more numbers now, I guess. But for us, we were at home screaming like, you know, Sarah's a threat and like, the way I'm looking at it, Michelle seems to be a lot more strategic than they're giving her credit for, with the way she talks herself out of situations and the way she the, the way she talks to um to the others. So, some of the people that they underestimate as a goat might be interesting because they might not be. But I mean, with Australian Survival and a lot of this season, the way they talk about, oh, like you know, bring me be like, why would you bring someone? No, who was it? It was Tara was being offended that Lockie wanted to bring her because he thinks that he can beat her. That's like the perfect thing. I think you want everyone to think that you can be 
that they, that you're the one who's going to lose against them, so they want to take you. I don't. I, if I found out if I was on Survivor and someone was like, "I think I can beat you at the end," I'd be like cheering, like, "Yes, take me to the end," and then I'll I'll you know talk my way out of it and really show you who deserves to win. So no one wants to to know that they're the biggest threat. So I'm not sure why that's a bad thing. However, I do understand that she may have been like just genuinely offended that she didn't like feeling like someone's puppet mm. and needed to make that move to take out Lockie. Maybe the jury respects that, you know, because at the moment they do see her as a puppet. So um, I say bring the goat all the way. Like why would you bring someone who you think can beat you? Exactly. It's I, dumb. I think Tara actually had a pretty interesting episode all up. We saw her actually try to like make a move. Yeah. Get she's doing Lockie. well. She's improved a lot. Yeah, she's thinking strategically. When she had the chance to choose between the blankets and the lollies, she just immediately took the lollies yeah. and then tried to use them to win over Ziggy. Yeah. Like she she she's trying now suddenly out of nowhere. I think cuz she's realized she's so close to the end. And yeah. I seriously think she's going to the end. Uh they, I think they'll take her. You'd be so silly to take anyone else. Take Tara. What's what do you, when we look at the jury that we have, like we saw the disappointment on like Henry's face when Lockie left, like he was really cheering for him. I feel like the way the jury have been talking on the villa, you've watched some of the vi- villa uh, yeah. episodes, I've haven't you? All, yeah. Um, so I haven't watched many of them, but do you get like a bit of an indication of who they who they like or what they're valuing in a player? They're actually not showing that much, I would say, in terms of that kind of like who they're going for. Like they're not building anyone up as a villain the way mm-hmm. it has sometimes happened, like especially in the US Ponderosa videos. Um, they're kind of more like everyone that's come out of it as soon as they're at the jury villa, they're just like, the game's forgotten, like we can all be friends. So they're definitely, yeah. nobody's like got a chip on their shoulder um, like Luke was having like the best time when he arrived. Oh, he was I'll like, but he was telling everybody like how he'd deceived them. And he like That's pointed hilarious. at Henry and he's like, I was gunning for you the whole time. <laughs> they were just laughing about it. So yeah. there isn't much of an indication from, from the videos of who mm-hmm. they'd be voting for. Do Even we, in the game, they seem like better mates. Yeah. Like they're all pretty good. Do we all think that Lockie is the next one to go when he doesn't have immunity? Yeah. I think as soon as he doesn't yeah. have the idol, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, one more question is from Adam on our Facebook page. And he says, not really a question. Okay, sorry. But the fallout of Luke going from um, from this is about to be lit. Tara is done. So um, taking his comment about, you know, Tara being at the bottom now from what happened with Luke, I'm not sure. Um, what do you, what do we think is happening moving forward? Because we have Peter and Michelle supposedly together. We have Tara and Lockie together, even though Tara does want Lockie out. And then we have Jerry and Ziggy now kind of free agents. I think Jericho's going to find his way into an alliance and get right to the end. I think, you, you know, one of the pairs will pick him up and he's going to go quite far. I think Tara's going to go to the end. That is my prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could see I, both Tara and Peter going to the end, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Jerry is in a really good position, even though he doesn't have many friends out there now. The fact that he is pretty good at... at um, physically and socially and everyone likes him however he does have like Lockie and Ziggy still there as a shield for the physical um vote that yeah you just said like they will probably target Lockie next then maybe Ziggy depending who she's with so um that could leave yeah Tara Michelle and Jericho as the four depending on how things go it's really up in the air yeah, I think that's what's been good about this. It has changed a lot this season. Things have been, different people have been in power and it's made it really interesting. Yeah, Luke Luke 
um, Sarah and Tessa leaving has made a huge um, uh, effect on the game. Anyways, we will wrap this up because there was three episodes, lots to talk about. And then I'm assuming the grand final must be very soon, probably next week um, is a guess. But let's also give a shout out because tomorrow night, if you are listening on a Wednesday, but if you're also listening tomorrow, that's fine because that would be the night of. Um, American Survivor starts. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's just cause for celebration. Buy a cake or something. Um, get a balloon. Yeah, American Survivor. We are very excited for Jeff Probst to come back into our lives and our television and our hearts. He's never left our hearts. But, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for discussion. Any final comments? I'm very excited to see what happens in the final few weeks. Mm. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.